Get the coolest mesh online at mesh.alfred.vip. If you are casting out demons, you do not need to feel like you need to say all of these religious things that maybe people have told you you need to say. Do what Jesus did. It's simple. You have the authority. It's about the authority you carry. It's like when you really give your life to Jesus and you are surrendered to Jesus, you are truly a child of God. And, and if that's your life, that you are surrendered to Jesus and you're walking in authority of Jesus, you are coming in Jesus' name. That, that's the truth of the situation. So sometimes Jesus just says, go, you know? If I say, go, I'm saying it in Jesus' name without saying the words aloud in Jesus' name. Me personally, I say in Jesus' name a lot of times. The words, you know? But I don't have to. I don't have to say it. We should definitely say it from time to time to help people understand, like, this is really Jesus. And maybe, you know, we should. That's wisdom. But, like, technically, we're coming in the name of Jesus. So you can say, you, you're walking in your authority in the name of Jesus. You know, that's very interesting. You know, this is very interesting. What I'll say is that, you know, um, first of all, she has results. So you can't dismiss what she says. You see the results, you know, and, you know, um, her, the results speaks for itself. Then again, you must also know that she said that she personally uses the, in the name of Jesus, parts often. I would say that realistically, when you look at the scriptures, there are a lot of times that the name of Jesus was not used. You know, there's, there were certain instances. And, you know, um, when you come in the name of Jesus, you are given the authority of the name of Jesus. That's who, um, whose name you are coming in. But for new believers and for um, those who are new in the faith, Prevention is better than cure, and especially when there is, you are not going to lose anything by saying it, you know, and there is power in the name of Jesus, you know. It's important, you know, I, I would say um, to use it, but as you said, you can still um, um, work miracles without it, but, you know, um, why cast it aside or why omit it, but, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, because there are now there are some people that may like to look at um, miracles and say, ah, this pastor cast out demons, but that pastor could not have really cast out the demon because the person did not use the name of Jesus. You know, all these um, people who love to do exposed ministry stuff, they would like to say such things. Or they will, for example, there, there was a man of God, you know, many years ago, you know, uh, he's still um, ministering, you know, and, you know, the, the pastor I'm talking about, you know, a pastor I love dearly, you know, Pastor Chris Yaklone. There was somebody who was healed in his meeting from blindness, but the person was born blind. The person said that, you know, that was, that was the, the story. The person was born blind. But yeah, that person was told to identify colors and the person was able to say this is this color and that is that color. So the newspapers now picked it up and said, if the person was born blind, how come the person was able to identify colors? 
since this is the first time the person is seeing in their life, how did they know that this is what this color looks like and that is what that color looks like, that the whole thing was fake, that the whole thing was staged? Now, the pastor explained something that the same Holy Spirit that made him able to see, that made that fellow able to see, can't he also tell him, you know, or make that fellow recognize colors? You know, so when it comes to these things, you have to, number one, don't criticize any minister. Number two, learn from the Spirit. And God works in different ways. Smith Wigglesworth used to punch people in the stomach. You know, and they will get healed. Now I'm not saying you should try it. If God did not tell you to do it, please don't do it. You'll just get yourself into bigger trouble. Into huge trouble. But it works for Smith Wigglesworth. Somebody will come that they have a tumor, a tumor you know, and all of that. And he will punch the person in the stomach and say, get out in the name of Jesus. So I, 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 I or, or, you know, um, I rebuke you devil or something and punch the person in the stomach. And the person will be healed. It's worked. You know, so God does different things. Like in look at um, the fellow that um, Jesus um, performed the cre um, uh, creation miracle in the, in the God, um, the guy that was blinded, God took sand, spat in the sand and used the sand forming mud and threw it on the guy's face. You know, uh, in the guy's eyes, and <laughs> told the guy to go wash off in the river or something of that nature. Imagine if somebody did that today. You know what will be said. So you have to understand that the spirit of God moves in different ways. Don't, you are not the one who called people into ministry. So don't ever find yourself in the trouble of condemn because that is where you now go into the area of sinning against the Holy Spirit. That is one way you you can do that. And you have to understand the whole concept of his sins against the Holy Spirit not being forgiven. So don't put yourself into that kind of trouble. You know, I would say in this case, um, what she said is 100% correct. You know, scripturally, yes, you can, you know, um, perform miracles without the name of Jesus. But I would say this also, not all devils know you. In her case, let's say that it's a Christian meeting. So the devils know that, um, it, they are gathered here in the name of Jesus and it's on the authority of the name of Jesus. So in your, if you are in certain spaces, and keep in mind that demons are not omniscience, omini, they don't know everything. Satan himself doesn't know everything. He only knows what he's told. And keep in mind that since he, has be, since he fell, he's no longer connected to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the captain of the host. He's in charge of all the angels. But since Satan and his demons fell, they no longer have the connection to the Holy Spirit. And keep in mind that we are saints, we have a greater connection to the Holy Spirit than any angel, even the angel Michael and angel Gabriel, because we have the Holy Spirit in us and with us. You know, the angels, as far as we know, have the Holy Spirit with them. You know, as far as in them, um, that is most unlikely, especially since we are seated in heavenly places, high above principalities and powers. Based on when you study the Bible, we are actually ranked above angels. You know, Jesus seated us together. You know, we are joint heirs with Christ. Angels, Angel Michael, Angel Gabriel, and all those folks, they are not joint heirs with Christ. They are not part of the body of Christ. In, in, as in Christ being the head, we being the body. You know, he's divine, we are the branches. The angels are not included in that equation. So we have a higher ranking. 
them they obviously because they are spirit beings and 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 they are um they have a um they, they purely see the spirit are moving the spirits so they move in um they, they have i would say um they are more used to um doing things that we will call supernatural than us even though we we actually can do more because greater works than they shall you do we should be able to do everything that jesus did so we are on when it comes to the supernatural we are on that level but keep in mind that we function on this physical earth and god wants us to function here so that also helps to change things when it comes to who is going to live every day in the supernatural we should live every day in supernatural but we are in physical bodies that can live every day in supernatural thanks to the holy spirit in us and you know we the miracles should be daily and should be common to us in every facet of our life you know so um th that that is something that you have to understand that you know when it comes to angels and demons but you know angels and you know fallen angels don't know everything so they may not know you so sometimes it's good to clarify let the demons themselves know that you are coming in the name of Jesus and that this is Jesus it's not just any and anybody even though demons can yes see in the spirits we've seen certain things like for example when uh, I believe it was Apostle Paul and uh, um, I, I think it was Silas or somebody else, you know. He, he was working with another apostle and a a female that was um, possessed by a devil that her, the somebody was using to profit from her divination and, you know, um, she do whatever um, supernatural things from the power of the devil and they were using her to make money. She saw the apostles and was, was saying that, oh, something like these are men of God or these are this and all of that. And, you know, she was disturbing them. And Apostle Paul perceived that it was an evil spirit that was in her. And then he cast out the devil. When he cast out the devil from her, it now um, became a problem for the man that was exploiting her and using her, her that um, woman's um, connection with the spiritual to make money. You know, and then he now went and caused trouble um, for Apostle Paul and all of that. But you have to understand that, yes, devils can see, you know, but... Like even in the case of um, um, in the case of um, Jesus, when with the madman of Gazara, the madman, you know, said, um, "Have you come to cast me out before the time?" And all that, you know, he he identified who Jesus was just by our sight. So there are many things that we may not hear, um, realize, but perhaps in the spirit world, you know, an angel, whether good or bad, can see somebody and see the light of God or see certain things about um, that, um, that person that's in the physical realm people cannot see unless you know um, the Spirit of God opens your eyes specifically to see it you know so there is that but still you know um, you need to it, it is it, it is it, it doesn't take anything from you to add the name of just I know that there are those who are now um, arguing about the name of just that's um, that after all, that Jesus is the English version, especially the Hebrew Israelite folk, you know, all those guys. And if interestingly, all the people, all the African Americans who are down with the Hebrew Israelite teachings, a lot of those guys, and a lot of people like who like to push the idea that oh, Jesus was black, which was not, you know, 
a lot of them, th those who push it the most, never read or care about the words of Jesus. They never care about what he preached. I have never looked at Jesus, you know, as this race or that race. I mean, because how can you look at Jesus as white or of African descent, you know, dark skin? How does race come into the matter when you look at Jesus? You know, because you have to understand who came first, God or man. If you are looking at Jesus as a race, you actually are diminishing him. At best, you are making him just a prophet. Because you have to understand that he is God. You see what I'm saying? Who came first? You know, who created who? How can God now be broken down into the attributes of a human that he created? How can you now um, look at God based on race? Race is a human thing. And you want to break it down like, oh, God is this color and not that color. And, you know, it, it is those who want to push that. And it's part of the plan of the enemy to bring division. In the kingdom of God, there is no race. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. That is the truth. As a matter of fact, Christianity itself is a race of its own. When you study the Bible, you see the scripture that's, you know, that says, you know, we are a holy generation, you know, a real um, priesthood and all of that, you know. It talks about, you know, um, race there, a new race. We are, you know, one race in Christ. This is a new race. You know, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it actually goes even further to say we are a new species. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. That is new species. Why does why did he, he say he's a new man? He said he's a totally new creation. It's a new type of being. We are not the same as human beings. You see, we are a different species from the common human being. You know, we are now of the God kind. We are now children of God. You know, a goat gives birth to a goat. Lions give birth to lions. Dogs give birth to dogs. Cats give birth to cats. Human beings give birth to human beings. If we are children of God, if we are born again, born a second time, born by the Spirit, what does God give birth to? Gods. You know, isn't it written in your law, as you said, you are gods. You know, we are of the God kind. You know, we are different. We are divine. You know, so understand who we are, you know, in Christ. This does not apply to everybody. There are people who like to say we are all God's children. No, we are not all God's children. Some of us are children. Some not, oh, oh, well, I'll say some people are children of darkness. As a matter of fact, that is the default. You know, when people come into this world and they don't have Christ, you know, they are children of darkness. They belong to the world until they accept Christ, then they are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And that is scripture. You know, so um, those are things that you have to understand. You know, what you said is very powerful, you know, and very deep, you know. Uh, I would say also that um, one should keep listening to her sermons. Listen to a lot of um, Apostle Catherine Creek. Understand that there is something happening to you when you are hearing the word of god the more you hear it listen to this sermon over and over again the miracles and the mighty works that she's doing let it keep washing it you know her casting out devils her casting out devils it's doing something to your feet 
It's doing something powerful to your free. There's something happening in your spirit. There's something happening with your faith level. It's strengthening your faith. And when you find yourself in such similar situations, it becomes something that you are acclimatized to. There's a reason why entertainment, the music industry, you know, the video game industry, the movie industry, Hollywood, they put a lot of satanism in it. You know, I once watched um, a documentary about the history of Hollywood uh, uh, based on, and they follow the content and the culture. When you look at the relationship between the kind of content that Hollywood put out and the culture of America, how the culture of America changed, especially how the music also, you know, with the music of the 60s, the introduction of sex, um, sex, drugs and rock and roll, how that changed the entire culture of America. America would be a strongly um, Christian nation with based on Judeo-Christian principles, even though um, um, without preaching of anointed ministers like um, Apostle Carlson Creek and you know others, you know it won't be this, it won't be strongly based. You know the spirit of God and all of that. You know will not um, the, the the move of the spirit will not be there. But the structure of Christianity on on a on a surface level will be everywhere because it used to be. Bible study, Sunday school was common. Even those, you know, everybody knew who Jesus was in America once upon a time. Everybody they have heard about Jesus, they have heard scriptures, you know, it was a com it was common knowledge. You know, and the Bible helped shape society. But in Hollywood, you know, especially taking God out of schools, then Hollywood the kind of movies that they make, when you look at certain movies, look at the year they came out and look at the year the, in, in America, how people acted, you will see the changes. You know, when they kept pumping information, it started changing the people. How did America go into a society that is beginning to look like Sodom and Gomorrah, like a new version of Sodom and Gomorrah? It is because of the contents that have been poured. Over and over again. That is why, on the other hand, we as Christians, we must pour Christian content. And it should be louder and more dominant. We should pour Christian content into the schools, into entertainment, Christian movies, Christian video games, Christian music. You know, sermons like this, you know, where the Spirit of God is moving, you know. We need to pour it. And, you know, even in cases where um, not everybody is receiving it. The dominance of Christian um, um, influenced living in the society changes things and also creates an uh, environment that is not so conducive for devils, especially for devils to manifest. You know, I, I thank God for things like um, what um, Apostle Catherine Creek is doing because as things like this increase, you see a lot of people casting out devils. The grace upon her and you know her ministry is going to spread, and you see a lot of casting devils. So when people manifest, you will see that. As a matter of fact, a lot of people who are struggling with um, um, homosexuality and transgenderism, you know, all the people that are clearly calling themselves they them. When you look at you know um, Jesus and the madman of Gazara who said um, Jesus um, was what is your name, and then the guy said uh, Legion for we are many. And then we now live in a day where people are referring to themselves as they, and they want you to call them as they. You can see the clear influence of devils in that movement. So imagine when there's a lot of casting out devils in everyday life, not just when people come to church, 
but in the streets, in your daily life, in your workplace. You know, you can just tell when somebody asks, asks certain way, you just you, you can just say, um, let me say a prayer for you. You you trick the person, you know, um, for lack of a better term, you know. You, like like the person is um um you work at a barista or some or something and somebody comes there saying that you should call them mom or whatever, say something crazy. You say, um you, you serve them courteously and all of that, say, um, um, um could I say a prayer for you? You know, and then use the opportunity to as it starts, you know, switch immediately, you know, from the prayer in, in the name of Jesus, you know, like uh, we are praying. Then you lead that into casting out the devil from that person. I command every spirit. You can start. You can start with something like um, a light, like um, um, um. You can start with something that like, I pray, o Lord Father, that this one will be uh, blessed. I pray, o Lord Father, that every bad thing, every sickness, you know. You, you could talk like things that people want, you know, people want prosperity, people want wealth, you know. You you switch, you go from that angle of um, 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 bad things will not come, you know, um, um, those who um, um, sickness is not going to come, blah, 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 sickness is gone, you know. And then you switch to, from rebuking things like sickness and poverty, then going to a rebuke. The devil. You don't even have to mention specifically the name of homosexuality. You know, you can even say something like every devil that is, is um, affecting your life or every everything that is not of God. So you can be clever in that way and do it and cast out that devil. And these things have to become more common and you will see results. It will always work. The word of God always works. You know, if it did not work, it was not fit. And fear always works. So, you know, if you are in Christ, you know, and you believe it will work, it will work. It is that simple. You know, make sure you check out Alfred.vip for more. Thank you and God bless you. Christmas time isn't for fairy tales and reindeers. It ain't for sleigh, Santa Claus, and all for remains. Christmas time is the time to say thank you. Christmas time is the time to spread his love around you. When it's that time of the year, catch the spirit and scream hooray. Jesus Christ came to die for you. Say this prayer or the belief you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ. Dear God, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came, died, and was raised from the dead to save me. I confess him, Lord, over my life and ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to live within me. I receive your spirit by faith and thank you for I am now born again in Jesus' name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. You are now a Christian. Go to alfred.vip and click the salvation prayer link in the main menu to get resources that will help you with your work with God. God bless you.